Life moves quickly. Contemplative Tuesday podcast invites you to slow down, take a deep breath, and join in a guided contemplative engagement in scripture and prayer. Together, we'll allow the Holy Spirit to form us, transform us, as we are attentive to the beauty and power of God's Word, and as we use the practice of imagination to bring the unseen kingdom of God into view. Contemplative Tuesday podcast comes to you from the beautiful campus of Gordon College in Wenham, Massachusetts. And I'm your host, Lauren Becker, Associate Dean for Spiritual Formation. Before we begin, move into a space that is quiet, peaceful, and free from interruption. Take a few deep breaths and settle in. A Call to Worship Philippians 2, 6-11 Christ Jesus Who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. We'll begin with silence. Breathe deeply. Rest. God is present with us. Ask the Lord to speak to you and prepare to listen attentively. I'll read a passage of scripture aloud. We'll read it three times. The first time, simply listen well. 
attend to what God is saying through the passage. I'll read it slowly. First, I'll give some context. Paul writes his letter to the Philippians while in prison, yes, but from a place of complete awareness of his spiritual connection to Jesus. Because he was aware of Jesus' love and presence, he had hope and also humility. Paul states this succinctly and wholeheartedly in chapter 4, verses 12 through 13, in his declaration of simple dependence on the one who gives him strength. For Paul, knowing Jesus is deeply personal and transformative. This is Paul's message to us, the saints, the people of God. And this example of hope and humility, we too are called to follow. Philippians 4, 4 through 20. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, Put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through Him who gives me strength. Yet it was good of you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia— not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Not that I desire your gifts. What I desire is that more be credited to your account. I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied, now that I have received from Epaphroditus 
the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Next, I'll read the passage again and we'll savor the words. Let them sink in. Imagine Paul writing to you from prison. Let your imagination bring the scene to life. Breathe deeply and take in the sights and sounds. Listen to the voice of Paul and beyond his words into his heart, reflecting the heart of Jesus. If a word or phrase stands out, dwell on it. Listen to any invitation God is extending to you in his word. Philippians 4, 4 through 20. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. 
Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through Him who gives me strength. Yet it was good of you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Not that I desire your gifts. What I desire is that more be credited to your account. I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice pleasing to God. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen.
We'll read the passage one final time. This time, pray the scripture. Pray in response to God's word. Talk with the Lord. Pray back the truths he is proclaiming to all people and specifically to you. Become aware of where you feel invited into a deeper way, perhaps a new or renewed way of being with him. Philippians 4, 4 through 20. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need. For I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through Him who gives me strength. Yet it was good of you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Not that I desire your gifts, what I desire is that more be credited to your account. I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen.
We'll spend a few moments in silence. Contemplate. Allow the word to sink deeply into your soul. Yield and surrender yourself to God. Stay here in the beauty of the presence of God. place of deep connection with the Lord. Ask him, how might he be imprinting this truth upon your own life? What does this mean for you moving forward? As you go, hold tight to what God has impressed upon you. Remember God's presence with you, never leaving your side. After the benediction, continue in a spirit of humility and hope. Philippians 4 21 and 23. Greet all God's people in Christ Jesus. The brothers and sisters who are with me send greetings. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Amen.